Welcome to Notes from the Electronic Cottage. I'm Jim Campbell. Before we get into the topic for today's program, here's a website you might want to check out before you purchase the latest swell digital doodad. It's called Privacy Not Included, and it looks at a whole slew of digital devices with an eye to personal privacy, ranging from ebook readers to digital watches to, let's just say, very personal digital devices. Each is rated with a pretty simple label. Not creepy, a little creepy, somewhat creepy, or very creepy. The site explains what criteria is used in applying these labels, but if you don't have a lot of time to read all that explanation, you can just take the ratings at their obvious meeting and probably not go too far wrong at all. Just search for Privacy Not Included in your search engine and you'll find the site definitely worth a look. Meanwhile, facial recognition technology is back in the news with some recent updates. Listeners who use Facebook, now called Meta, for example, may have heard that Facebook, in the first week of November 2021, announced that it was doing away with using facial recognition technology on its platform. And, get this, will be deleting facial recognition data it's developed on a billion people. That, by the way, is billion with a B. A number of observers have questioned Facebook's motives in making this announcement at a time when the company, to put it mildly, is under the microscope for a lot of its past and current less than laudable behavior. That perspective, of course, is not Facebook's take on the announcement. In a blog post on November 2nd, 2021, Jerome Pacenti, Vice President of Artificial Intelligence, explained that, quote, the many specific instances where facial recognition can be helpful need to be weighed against growing concerns about the use of this technology as a whole. There are many concerns about the place of facial recognition technology in society, and regulators are still in the process of providing a clear set of rules governing its use. Amid this ongoing uncertainty, we believe that limiting the use of facial recognition to a narrow set of use cases is appropriate." End quote. Very interesting. We'll see how the quote, narrow set of use cases plays out, but Mr. Pacenti is right on the money about one thing at least, quote, there are many concerns about the place of facial recognition technology in society, end quote. Happily, we're seeing more and more evidence of that almost every week. We can start right here in Maine, where the state motto is Dirigo, which Mainers like to translate as I lead. In the case of limiting the use of facial recognition technology by government in the state, Maine really is leading. In the summer of 2021, a bill passed by the Maine legislature, LD 1585, became law without the governor's signature. The new law is entitled, quote, an act to increase privacy and security by regulating the use of facial surveillance systems by departments, public employees, and public officials, end quote. It's a pretty long title, but a descriptive and an accurate one. Basically, with some very limited exceptions for law enforcement use, and the exceptions really are limited, the law essentially bans the use of facial recognition technology at the state, 
county and municipal government levels by departments, public employees, and public officials. There is no other state law in the country with the range of coverage of this main law. That means, for example, that public schools will not be able to use facial recognition technology so that kids can pay for their lunch at the cafeteria just by looking into a camera. Oh, you're making that one up, some listeners might say. But as Dave Barry would say, we are not making this up. Over in the United Kingdom right now, a number of schools are doing just that. As you may imagine, this has more than a few people concerned. As Silky Carlo of the campaign group Big Brother Watch over in the UK told the Register, quote, We are supposed to live in a democracy, not a security state. This is highly sensitive personal data that children should be taught to protect, not to give away on a whim. This biometrics company has refused to disclose who else children's personal information could be shared with, and there are some red flags here for us. Facial recognition technology typically suffers from inaccuracy, particularly for females and people of color, and we're extremely concerned about how this invasive and discriminatory system will impact children." End quote. Meanwhile, down in the Bronx, here in the U.S., and in a number of public housing projects across the country, residents are having their faces scanned before they can go into their apartments, which, of course, creates a record of when they come and go, and, depending on the system, with whom. Some folks are concerned about that use of the technology as well. As the use of facial recognition technology creeps into many parts of government, like schools and housing, Maine is the only state in the union that regulates the use of that technology by all parts of, and all levels of, state government. On the federal level, there are no restrictions on the use of facial recognition technology. The Government Accountability Office recently released a report surveying the use of facial recognition technology by federal government departments. The report found that 18 of 24 surveyed federal agencies used at least one facial recognition system in 2020. And 10 executive departments actually plan to expand their use of facial recognition in the next year or two. By the way, this report did not look at intelligence agencies or at departments that have enforcement responsibilities, the Security Exchange Commission, for example. So this is only the tip of the iceberg as far as the use of facial recognition tech on the federal level. And the report indicates that there's an expectation on the part of many federal agencies that they'll expand the use of this very flawed technology in the future. There is some proposed legislation in Congress that would limit the use of a technology that is pretty bad in terms of accuracy, especially when it comes to people of color and women of any color, and that has already led to false arrests in a number of cases. But given the Congress we have at present, no one would be wise to hold their breath waiting for such a bill to become law. For now, Maine really does lead in limiting the use of this suspect technology by state government, and those of us who live here can be very grateful for that. But what about the use of this technology by private companies or organizations or even individuals? That is a whole different can of worms, one which we'll do our best to take a look at right here on future editions of Notes from the Electronic Cottage. <laughs>